Welcome to the Gary New South Wales podcast show, where we explore and discuss relevant issues in the early childhood sector. For more information, visit www.gowrynsw.com.au. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Antonia Mayolo, and today I'm talking to Tony Christie, a qualified educator and director of Child Space in Wellington, New Zealand, about how to turn everyday routines within an early childhood setting into rituals. Welcome, Tony. Thanks. To start, can you paint us a picture of what is a ritual as opposed to a routine? Okay, sure, Antonia. The main thing about ritual versus routine is that a routine, while it's important for children to have routines in their life, sometime in, in early childhood centres, those routines can become almost mundane or the, the sort of thing that people are beginning to do on autopilot. The, the idea of a ritual is that it's really injected with love and care and creativity. Rituals involve a sequence of ex- actions that use our body and love and care and creativity and are often connected to particular places or certain objects. They're, they're a really powerful way of using gestures, actions and behaviour to bring a really positive energy. So, for example, a, a ritual mealtime you might gather the children together, you would connect with the idea of the produce coming from the garden, coming to the table, the children preparing and serving it, but you might come together, you might say a, a prayer or a song, light a candle, put some special things out on the table and really enjoy being fully present. Whereas a routine meal time might look a bit more like we chuck all the plastic cups out as quick as we can and get it all over and done with so that we can get back to the the learning, if you like. It's just that everyday parts of our program we call routines, and if they are just things that we do mindlessly without really being fully present or aware or injecting them with enough love or care or creativity, then they are just routines. In your experience, where do you see educators going wrong in terms of just going along with daily routines? And what are the downfalls of just following the same old pattern? Well, there's a real danger that you might head into the area of being on autopilot, and that means you're not even really present, you're just going through the motions of something. Also, one of the areas that I think can be a sort of a pitfall is that when people are rushing, so when educators are rushing to get this done or that done, or ritual is really about checking your intention, and if your intention is to feed this child as quickly as possible or feed these children as quickly as possible, then that is what you'll do. But if your intention is for these children to really enjoy their mealtime, then you will do something quite different. So what are the benefits of changing everyday routines into rituals? Oh, well, just being having a much more mindful sense of practice. Really, the benefits are a rich and rewarding experience for teachers and children throughout every day. You know, I've, I've talked a bit about sort of mealtime rituals, but there's also, you know, with a young baby, the idea of changing a nappy can be such a much more pleasurable experience than I think we sometimes get tied up in this sort of routine and rush, and it's just do that quickly and get that done. And in fact, that's a very, very intimate practice, changing a child's nappy. And if we rush through that, then we really run the risk of that child not feeling loved and accepted and the benefits of changing everyday routines into rituals are really about having a happier workplace. 
So what are some tips you would offer early childhood educators who would like to begin the process of turning routines into rituals? Where can they start? Okay, well, the very first thing is slow down. And I know that this is something that, you know, educators will be saying, well, how on earth do we slow down? We've got so much we have to do. And I, I can tell you that the rushing that happens in the early childhood services has come about from we must do this and we must get this done and we must have all the nappies changed by 11, for example. And we've sort of imposed some of these set rules on ourselves or they've just been done like this for long enough that it's always been done like this so we don't question that practice. And actually I see people rushing and rushing and rushing and what it does is just ramp up the stress or anxiety in the environment. Whereas when we look at what children are doing and how things can work and can be and we slow down and we really look at the individual child's rhythms and and at the children who are present if we ask the question who is it for about everything we practice then if the answer is not the child and this is a child care center the practice needs to be reviewed so for example all the nappies need to be changed by 11 who is it for well it's not for the child who regularly soils a snappy at 11.30, for example. So when we get more in tune with how the children's rhythms are, we find we can slow down. So slow down would be my first tip for turning routines to rituals. But then I think, look at every part of your program, ask that question, who is it for? And what happens? Why does it happen like that? Because if it's being done without mindfulness, then it's not gonna be a rich, rewarding experience for anybody. So, and then, you know, I mean, practical tips for where to start. Gosh, get a vase, pick some flowers, get some lovely things that you can put on the table to create the ambiance of that, that beautiful thing. Throw out the plastic Tommy tippies, use china cups. You know, just, I think, think, think really through what would be a rich and rewarding experience. I've got, I guess, one thing that I think of with ritual, and I, it was a class that I took one day, and somebody said to me, I don't remember a thing about the meal times when I was growing up. I don't remember anything about meal times at home. But I will never forget going to my grandma's house. And my grandma would put out the plates on these doilies and we had these beautiful china cups and she had a lazy Susan so we could move the food that had been prepared around and we could choose for ourselves. And it made me think that that's where grandparents have really got it right because they've slowed down, they've thought about their intentions, because their intention is to really enjoy that time with their grandchildren. And when you do that, then injecting love and care and creativity into everything you do really creates an irresistible invitation, is the way I like to put it. This idea that children will come for an irresistible invitation. Tony, where can educators go to find out more information on this topic? We do have a resource available through Childspace, www.childspace.co.nz, and it's called Rituals, a Pathway to Self-Regulation. And, I mean, it's a lovely little manual that gives a lot more information about ritual, but otherwise, I would, as a piece of advice that could really help, is just to stop and think about when you've been given an irresistible invitation and when when you've gone to a place that's set a beautiful scene what was it about that that 
you've made it special and see where can, how can you bring those elements into your everyday practice with children. Tony, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on this topic with us today. It's been a pleasure. Nice talking to you, Antonia. Thank you for listening to the latest Gary New South Wales podcast. If you have a topic you would like us to discuss, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Gary NSW.